Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zerah Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. We see that God has placed a significant emphasis upon the land. We have seen in this book of Joshua how chapter after chapter has been dedicated to the inheritance. Let me say it another way the taking possession of the land and defeating the enemy or enslaving the enemy in order that the land might be overturned from a place of idolatry to a place of true worship now we're going to see as we study this chapter and i'm speaking about the book of joshua and now we're ready for chapter 18. we're going to begin this chapter go through about half of it before concluding tonight and the book of joshua in chapter 18 focuses on again the land of the canaanites and all the people that lived in that land of canaan and the distribution of it now we have seen beginning with the tribes of reuven and god on the eastern side of the jordan river that they according to the word of moses and moses going before the god and asking him that these two tribes receive land on the eastern side of the jordan river and also manashe we learned that he also had some inheritance manashe with the western side of the jordan river to form that unification between the tribes we've also seen how judah and ephraim that other half tribe of joseph so until now we've seen god and reuven and we could say joseph the tribe of joseph and also judah all of these four tribes have taken possession of their land have they conquered it all no we've learned that almost but not in its entirety and that makes four so how many are left well remember and we'll see it again mentioned to us the tribe of the levites shevet levi has no inheritance of the land they live in the land they can own property in the land for their household and their possessions but they do not have an inheritance why as we're going to see the priesthood is their inheritance so four tribes let me say them in the proper order that we've seen reuven god and then the half tribe of manasseh and ephraim and before them as we saw going in the order of joshua also the tribe of judah so four tribes reuven god judah and joseph and also we learn the levites 
they're mentioned as having no inheritance so that's five in total so there's seven left and this is what chapter 18 is going to begin with these seven final tribes and them receiving their portion of land so let's begin look with me if you would chapter 18 sefer yahushua the book of joshua and let's go back to where we concluded last week with verse 1 where it says and all the congregation of the children of israel they assembled at shiloh now we made mention shiloh is where that tabernacle also known as the ohel moed the tent of meeting was set up in the promised land and we see it says the congregation but if we look at that word and i've mentioned this several times in other study adat yisrael meaning the the witness of israel they are a congregation of those who are called to testify meaning to demonstrate god's truth in their life and they all had something in common they all had a passover experience initially coming out of bondage out of egypt into the wilderness and now taking possession after many wars taking possession of the land so all the congregation of the children of israel they assembled where in shiloh and it says there they caused the tent of the meeting to dwell so they established the tent of the meeting in that location and the word there sham is emphatic putting that place shiloh and emphasizing it and we're going to see today as we continue in chapter 18 there's a clear emphasis on shiloh now as we continue reading it says and the land was subdued or conquered before them now i want to point out that this term shiloh has significance it means shy is a word for gift and the word lo means to him so shiloh literally means his gift or the gift of him and notice the context the inheritance of the land we began as i said on the east dealing with reuben god judah and joseph breaking it into the two sons of joseph ephraim and manasseh and now we're going to deal with the rest of the land and there's that emphasis on shiloh why well shiloh should be understood as a place of worship and it's through worship that we find god's order being brought into our life very important principle it is not by chance we shouldn't ignore the fact that shiloh is emphasized and again i'll point this out to you as we continue but shiloh is emphasized in regard to the inheritance we experience change god moves god provides for his people through worship and that's why we need to emphasize it look now to the next verse verse 2 and there remained among the children of israel which they have not divided their inheritance seven tribes now remember we talked about this 
five have been discussed and seven remain and these seven they have received no inheritance they haven't divided it yet so we see here and remained those seven tribes that had not distributed not divided up their inheritance verse 3 based upon this we read in verse 3 and joshua said to the children of israel ad anna we might translate that until meaning until when please it is a term of petition this word anna until when please he's trying to encourage them are you and the next word is a word for letting go now it's an idiom and it means to be casual about something to not be committed to be careless and what Yahushua is saying is that this is a big deal and you're treating it casually you are in the land but you haven't gone to the places of your inheritance you are not in God's will where God wants you to be you're you're hanging around here in Shiloh and this is not the will of God and there's a message for us are you in God's will or are you hanging around where it's comfortable for you where you believe it's safe for you where others are so that you can be with them that you can receive help or assistance or just a sense of security being with them when God wants you to be someplace else and find your security your your confidence your your comfort in him and not in other people or other things so look at verse 3 and Joshua said to the children of Israel unto when please are you going to be casual or careless to go and take possession of the land which the Lord God of your forefathers has given to you now whenever the fathers the term avot in hebrew here their fathers and it's saying why haven't you taken possession of the land that god had given to your forefathers this proclamation now remember whenever the word fathers are mentioned in regard to the patriarchs and that's basically who we're talking about the promise was given to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And they're not committed to it. They're not acting upon it. They're casual. They're careless with it. And we need to remember when the term avot, fathers, are mentioned, it should cause us to think about promise and how should we approach the promise of God with faith. That's what the patriarchs did. So Joshua is saying to them, please don't allow this carelessness to continue but remember the promise and respond to it with faith verse verse four it's a term of invitation he basically says invite among yourselves three men of a tribe now realize we're talking about seven tribes so three men of a tribe 21 men in total they're going to be given 
an assignment. But notice three. Why? Three is the number for revealing something. So in this passage of scripture, God wants to reveal something to his people. That means you and me. So we need to read it with that expectation that God's going to reveal something to us. Again, he's saying, invite, call out, bring out for yourselves, meaning this is for you, three men of the tribe, of every tribe is the implication. And if they do so, he says, and I will send them and they will rise up. I'm going to commission them. I'm going to give them authority through this misima, this assignment, this, this call. And they're going to rise up and they're going to walk in the land. Now, that word for walking means to go forward and back. It's a, a construction of the Hebrew verb that speaks of thoroughness. So they're going to go throughout all the land. That's what it's saying, back and forth. And they're called to do something. Vayiktevu, meaning they are going to register, write down the description. That's the implication of what they see in the land. So write down it or register it according to their inheritance. So look at the land in light of your inheritance and then bring it unto me. Bring back that report. Bring unto me. I want to see what you have written down. Why? Well, it says here. And they will divide it, meaning all of this land, for what? For the seven divisions. Now it says, Shiv'a Halakim. They're going to divide it into seven, we could say parcels, seven parts. For these seven tribes that as of now have not taken possession of the land and notice what it says and everything has significance this division of the land and the inheritance of the land notice who's mentioned judah now when the tribe of judah is mentioned this is the messianic tribe it brings a messianic perspective meaning this we know in the book of Matthew 24, verse 32, or verse 31, excuse me. Matthew 24, verse 31, Messiah himself is going to send forth his angels to gather the people back to the land. And this is simply Messiah in the last days taking possession of the land and positioning his people where they ought to be. This is what's happening now. And therefore we see Judah, he will stand on his border in the south. So he's going to stand on his border from the south and Bet Yosef. Now notice Judah, Judah. But here it's Bet Yosef. Why? The house of Joseph referring to Ephraim and Manasseh, these two half tribes. And the house of Joseph, they will stand on their border from the north so he says there's going to be the south and the north border and what's in between is where these seven tribes are going to inherit and notice joseph is seen as a savior he's being set apart emphasized elevated and so to judah these both men they give it a very important context 
And then notice, look at verse 6. And you shall write, and this you is atem in the plural, you all shall write. That means write a description. Register, give me the registry of the land. Why? For these seven parcels, these seven divisions, these seven portions, we might say. And you shall bring them unto me, and behold, what's he going to do? Well, they're going to, and notice the name seven, or the number seven. Seven is a holy number. Seven has to do with purpose. So what Joshua is going to do, and it's important that we understand, they are going to write down seven descriptions of the land. And they're going to divide it up, meaning they're going to have portion one, portion two, three, four, and so on to seven. They are going to bring back these seven descriptions of the land. And what is Joshua going to do with it? Well, look at the middle of verse, verse six. It begins that he is going to take it. They're going to bring it back to him. And he says, Vayariti. Now, this is a word for, for casting. Now, in modern Hebrew, it's for shooting. Ancient Hebrew, like shooting an arrow. But it means to cast. And what's he going to do? He is going to cast for you all a lot here. Why is that important? Shiloh, where he is. And you'll see that in a moment. Here. And he says, before the Lord our God. All of this casting of lot, the dividing, the assigning of these seven divisions of the land to the seven remaining tribes. This is done by lot and before the Lord, meaning we're seeking his authority. We want his purpose, his will. We want God to, to order this for us. That's what being, being emphasized. Now look at verse 7. I mentioned this to you. It's been repeated several times in several places of the division of the land. But once more, look at verse 7 where it says, Ki en chelik la levin bekirbechem. For there is no portion for the Levites in your midst so there's levites dwelling throughout the land they have numerous cities where they dwell but they have no inheritance they're not part of a an inheritance by tribe of the land they had no allotment why well it's going to tell us which means for the priesthood of the Lord is his inheritance, his, the tribe of Levi. So it's the privilege. And it shows that, that God, in a unique way, is an inheritance. That's what we should be pursuing. We serve God in order to receive his presence and his provision into our life. And then it tells us, for God and Reuven, interesting that God is mentioned first, for God and Reuven and the half-tribe of Manasseh, they have taken their portion on the eastern side of the Jordan. I mentioned that earlier. Which Moshe, Evdashem, which Moses, the servant of God, 
has given to them so again it was under moses leadership and i talked about this that that moses had taken that request from these two tribes so that they could stay on the eastern side remember the stipulation that they had to fight with the rest of their brothers the rest of the tribes for the possession of the land which they were all willing to do and they did and then to keep that connection between all the tribes we have Manasseh, also a portion on the east a portion on the west with ephraim to keep that that connection between those who settle on the east and the majority who settle on the west look at verse 8 now this is the purpose this is what yahushua has said to the people and now we need to see what are these 21 men who were selected going to do and what did they do look at verse 8 and they rose up who rose up the men these 21 men that's the implication it's simply ha'anashim the men rose up and they went and joshua commanded the ones walking these who were going this is the third or fourth time this has been mentioned to write it down register the land give a description saying go and walk to and fro in the land that important grammatical construction meaning thoroughly walk throughout the land and register it write it down describe it and return to me notice what it says upo and here i will cast for you lot before the lord where in shiloh so we have po referring to shiloh sham referring to shiloh and there's a clear emphasis in this section on shiloh and again when shiloh is mentioned worship this is the place for it and reminding ourselves that god has provided us a gift that gift of redemption ultimately that redeemer messiah and that it's through him that we receive that kingdom inheritance verse 9 and the men went and they passed through the land and they wrote it down they registered it they gave that description by cities meaning they described the land and also they included arim the cities for these seven divisions and they wrote it down what in a book they had a document that's what they were called to write down put it in a sefer a book a document that they could come and bring it to joshua where el ha machane shiloh to the camp of shiloh now over and over we see the repetition of there or here where joshua was the place of shiloh the camp of shiloh all of that is being emphasized why the purpose of this inheritance is to worship god everything that god does everything that god provides us is for the purpose of worshiping him now let me say that another way that might clarify things for the purpose of serving him so i worship god i seek his provision so that i can serve him and bring honor and glory i worship god 
so that not only I can receive, but I can also understand, that is, become a recipient of revelation or illumination so that I can see properly, understand my situation, his word, why? So I'm better able and equipped to serve him. Over and over, it's about serving. And we see a connection between worship and being changed for the purpose of serving God properly. Well, let's conclude one more verse and we'll wrap up early tonight. Verse 10. And Joshua cast. This is like the third or fourth time it's alluded to in this section. And Joshua cast for them. Now, again, everything that's being done, God's not doing it for himself. God needs nothing. It's lachem for you. Or in this case, lachem for them. So Joshua, he cast for them this lot. Where? In Shiloh. Over and over. Shiloh. Before the Lord. And he divided it there. Again, a reference to Shiloh. Vayich excuse me sham and he divided it there that is joshua the land to the children of israel according to their divisions according to their allotment according to the the portion that god wanted now i hope you see and we'll conclude with this i hope you see what's going on Joshua is leading the people so that through godly leadership there is godly order and that people find themselves not just living casually but living in a committed way where God wants them to be in order that they can do the things that God wants them to do we see seven now God could have arranged any arranged this anyway but there were seven parcels for the seven remaining tribes of the children of israel seven is the number of purpose i mentioned that earlier and all of this is so that we can see the connection between the land and the purpose of god and unfortunately so many people so many rabbis so many pastors don't see and don't want to emphasize as the scripture does this this connection between the land and the purposes of god if you do not emphasize the land you'll never be able to be in the will of god doing the purposes of god bringing the order into your life that god would have so that you are a proper testimony testimony that you give proper testimony that you witness properly and give god glory and honor and thanksgiving for this is our task i'll close with that until next week shalom from israel well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org there you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. 
Shalom from Israel.